Hey, Jesus Girl Tribe, Pam Ramey here. And have you ever felt like you literally could not put one foot in front of the other because of the pain and the heartache that you were going through? Well, I've been there and I wanted to share a story of how Jesus met me in such a tough place. And so I want you to stay tuned to this show because I really think it's going to encourage you. So meet me on the other side. We're going to have a good talk. Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. Jesus girls, I'm so glad you decided to join us today, Jesus girls and Jesus guys. And usually we have a special guest on Jesus Girl Roar. And today I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about being hopeless and feeling hopeless and how we can truly, how Jesus really does reach down into our horrible pit and pull us out and he puts our feet upon a rock and he establish our, He establishes our footsteps and he even puts a new song in our heart. And I'm just going to take you back a few years when I have, first of all, I have two amazing sons who are now incredible uh, men and fathers and But back when my oldest son, Seth, was 17 years old, he got himself into some trouble. And because of this uh, trouble that he got himself into, he was going to be incarcerated. And if you can only imagine, I don't know if any of you parents out there have gone through something like this, but it took me out. And the following morning of learning about what had taken place, I remember laying in bed and getting up and sitting on the side of the bed and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I literally do not know how to put one foot in front of the other right now just to get into the bathroom. I literally could not remember how to put one foot in front of the other because I was so crushed. My mommy heart was so crushed. I, in that moment, was so worried for my son. I was feeling like, you know, the one thing I thought I kind of excelled at being a mom, I felt like I was disqualified. All of those things that you can feel when (laughs) you go through those really hard times with your kids. So that's how my day started. Really, literally remembering that I could not figure out how to put one foot in front of the other. Well, it dawned on me about three o'clock that afternoon that I had previously agreed to sub for fitness classes. I'm a fitness trainer, a group fitness trainer. And so uh, it, it dawned on me. I'm sure it was the Holy Spirit reminding me that I had four classes to sub that evening. And the first class was going to start in an hour and a half. Well, let me just tell you something. I am not one of those fitness instructors, or I wasn't at this point in my life where I taught a ton of multiple classes in one day. I was not that girl. Now, I did go into a season later where I was teaching like 22 classes a week, which is I really don't recommend that, but I was doing it. But at this point in my life, I was not, you know, like two on a good day. That was my comfort zone. And here I was, 
you know, at a couple of new gyms and I had agreed to sub these four classes, two at one gym, a mile down the road, two at the other gym. And because I was pretty new to this area and to these gyms, I didn't have a sub list. So I didn't have anybody to call to try to get myself out of it. And furthermore, I knew I had to show up or I would get a bad reputation. So, you know, I got up, threw myself in the shower, ran out of the house with salping wet hair, and I cried all the way to the gym. And I had been crying for the last, like... (laughs) over 24 hours. So my eyes were almost swollen shut. I remember pulling into the parking lot and slapping on some mascara, putting on a little bit of lipstick, throwing my hair up into a ponytail and like going, okay, I'm on autopilot. Let's just do this thing. And so I go into the first gym and I teach those first two classes back to back. And here is what happened. I'm telling you, they were great classes. They were not just like good classes. They were great classes. My transitions were impeccable. My cueing was on point. You know, my music, it just, everything was hitting like all cylinders firing. It was like, boom, boom, boom. It was great. People were coming up to me after my class going, oh my goodness, you, your classes are great. When do you teach? I will rearrange my work schedule around your classes. Like that's how these classes went. I, I was, you know, kind of funny and maybe a little bit witty and, and, and I really wasn't thinking a thing about it. So I finished those classes. I go hop in my car, ball my eyes out all the way down the mile to the next gym, walk in teach those two classes and have the exact same experience. The exact same experience. I mean, people are like, oh my gosh, where do you teach? When do you teach? It was like that kind of reaction. Everything was impeccable from the queuing to the transitions to the, you know, engagement with the, you know, my, my class, all of that. And then I finished the class, the classes, got in my car, cried all the way home and didn't get out of bed for the next three days. And I really didn't give that another thought until three days later, when I was cleaning my office and I came across that poem, which maybe you have heard called Footprints in the Sand. Well, I had read it a gazillion times and I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw this away. I've read it enough. But there was something that I take it out of my drawer. I'm ready to throw it in the garbage can. And there's like a whisper, (laughs) a prompting from the Holy Spirit that says, ah, Maybe you just need to read this again. And if you're not familiar with that poem, Footprints in the Sand, it's about this man who has a dream and he's walking along the beach and he sees all these different scenes from his life. And he sees that he's walking, the Lord is walking with him through every single one of these seasons in his life. But what he notices that is very disturbing to him is that when he looks back at the footprints in the sand, whenever he was going through something really hard, I mean, the joy was sucked out of his life. He did not know how to put one foot in front of the other. He couldn't remember. Like he's looking back on his life and he's seen only one set of footprints in the sand. So he inquires of the Lord and he's like, Yo, God, where were you when things were really, really tough and I needed you? You abandoned me. 
You left me. I only see one set of footprints in the sand. But the Lord replies to him in that moment in this dream. And he says, my son, you are so precious to me. You're my child. I love you. I would never leave you. I will never, ever, ever leave you. During your times of trial and great suffering, the reason you only see one set of footprints in the sand, my son, my daughter, is because that's when I picked you up and carried you because you did not know how to stand on your own during those times. And it hit me. It hit me in that moment what had really happened in those four classes. The Holy Spirit, he started just pouring this revelation and this love into my heart. And he was saying, daughter, let's think back on that morning. You didn't even know how to put one foot in front of the other. And he, and I didn't. How in the world would you have had four, not one, not two, not three, but four amazing classes back to back? It's because... I knew you couldn't do it. And I wanted to teach you that I was going to be there for you. Because I got to tell you, Jesus girls and guys, there were only one set of footprints on those stages that night, and they did not belong to me. That's why the classes were so great. That's why the transitions were so perfect. That's why I was a little bit funny and kind of witty, maybe even a little charming in those classes. But I'll tell you what, it's because Jesus was carrying me because that earlier that day, I couldn't remember how to put one foot in front of the other. And that's what I want to leave you with today. That Jehovah Shammah, you know, there's so many names for God. Oh, he's so good. One of his names though is Jehovah Shammah. And that means the God who is already there. He's already there. So If you're feeling today like you just don't, the walls are caving in, that you don't know how to put one foot in front of the other, I am here to tell you, Jesus is already there. He is fully aware of your circumstances. He has gone before you. I love what uh, the scripture says in Psalm 139, where it says, uh, 139.7, it says, where can I even go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I have to go teach four classes because I forgot that I agreed to do that and I don't have a sub list, you are there. If there's no money in the bank, to go buy groceries, you are there. You are going to provide for me because he says, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. I'm going to pick you up and carry you when you can't remember how to carry yourself. So Jesus, girls and guys know this today. You are loved. You are loved. Jesus is picking you up today and carrying you if you feel like you cannot walk on your own two feet. So all you have to do is this, say his name. There is power in his name. Jesus, 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 say his name. 
and I speak Jesus over you right now. I speak Jesus over your heart. I speak Jesus over your mind. I speak Jesus over your finances. I speak Jesus into your situation, whatever it is. And I declare that Jehovah Shammah has gone before you and he makes a way where there seems to be no way. And I do right now call forth into your life that he is making the crooked way straight. He is elevating the valleys and he is leveling the mountains in your life because he loves you and he has gone before you this day. Jesus girls, we love you. Jesus is crazy about you. And we're going to see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar.